When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Mark, Baby Carazellis, and Christian Harlow! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Are you hearing me out there okay? Can you hear me in the back? Can you hear me when I say make it loud for my partner in crime, the reason we are here tonight, the one, the only, Christian George Harlow! Look at this! Wow! Wow! This is the energy I was hoping for. This is it. This is it. Already, just meeting you guys and hearing like who, who's excited about this event of us being here, and just watching the energy just as people are walking through, and it feels. I was told somebody like a couple days ago. I feel like I mean I'm I'm as much of a fan as you guys are, right? I'm like this to me reminds me of like the Roca and Merle days, right? The Cushing, Kalinowski, Patriots above the line. We, that feels like that tonight. It does, and you know, thank you guys for making Christian feel famous. Um, I think, you know, let me see that mic for a second. Let's do a switch. Uh, switch oh, sure. oh, God, that feels good. Feels good. Ooh, that's it. I like it. this one better. Now, look, we, we talked about doing a show and where to take that show, what city to go to. And I told Christian, I want to go to the town that has the best-tasting Coca-Cola classic in the world. And then Christian said, well, Mark, 
I want to go to a town that has nine strip clubs on every street corner. Made it. Hey, I know what I'm doing. I know what here. I'm doing. But we decided, you know, we go to come here, and man, what a great choice. Because, and think about, just in general, what we have going on. And when I knew we were going to do Atlanta, there was one, and it really wasn't an option. You had to have Alex Steam. I mean, you had to. It's an Atlanta native. Kid knows it's Star Wars. He, yeah, Mike's. <laughs> yeah, no, he is. Well, he has been known. He has been known for what he has done in the Star Wars division, and he wants to dip his feet in the inner geekdom water. And he's going to do that tonight. But his test comes up against a very knowledgeable opponent in Emily Rose Jacobs. What she did. She is. We're pretty sure Finstock knows her now. He, well, we'll find out during the promo, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so to watch him do that tonight, that inner geekdom match, that's going to be very interesting because what she did in her first match, she'll even tell you, she struggled a little bit, but she won. It was her second match against Hannah that she actually lost that I think she looked even stronger as an uh, inner geekdom opponent. That's right. So we have that match, and then we're closing up shop, saying thank you, good night. That's it. Done. We're done. We're going to say thank done. you, guys. That's it. One match is all you get. No. We, uh, oh, look, got how we landed here to this main event. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Perfect. Is that? I'm so afraid. God, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's right. chant for the tech guy who we got should. our mics working seven minutes into the program. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I was still, I was so confused. I'm like, is it working? Is it working? Is it working? Chime in. Chime, 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 chime. We are, t it is time to chime. I was like, what did we take last night in the hotel room? I don't Why? know. It's like Alice in Wonderland. I was starting to get used to it. It's just like, hear me, hear you, hear me, hear you. He went to Florida State. He's used to mind-altering substances. So that was, you know, there you go. There you go. <laughs> wow. I did a little DX, DX. Uh, all right, look, so, but the main event, man, I mean, this was something. We landed and we got lucky because the beginning of the season at Backstage, Dan Merle, who was easily one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player of all time, okay? He was on Backstage and he said, you know, I'm not going after singles this year. I am going to defend the team's title with my partner, John Roca. I'm going to defend that title and I am going to focus on inner geekdom this year. And he wasn't going to do singles at all. And it just so happened. There was, we weren't able to do uh, a match that we're supposed to have in Brooklyn. And Dan filled in for the number one contender shot. And to no one's surprise, he won it. <laughs> the guy's good at live events. He's really good. He's undefeated yeah. in live, uh, live events. And by the way, so is Alex Damon. But um, so Dan Merle and then playing up against his faction mate, Ben the Boss Bateman. Um, yeah. Mixed reaction, I get it. I get it, but you look at the run that he's on, you, can, you might boo, but you, ha you also have to understand. <laughs> they will boo. <laughs> yeah, but he, won, he just won five in a row. And, and what he has done, he has done it in grand fashion. He KO'd the kid, then he TKO'd Bibiani, and then he knocked out Paul Oyama to win the championship. He's testing himself tonight against Dan Merle, because if he wins tonight, this is going to really cement him as a great champion. It's going to be a five-round match, Christian. You get five rounds of that, probably going to overtime, so maybe another round. Three rounds for the first one. New categories for some of these matches as well. There's a lot of excitement in the air. Uh, we have a couple questions for the people here in Atlanta. Sure. Like, are, are they ready, do you think? You think so? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
We're going to get ready right now because it is time for the Inner Geekdom match, and we're going to show you how we got here right now. Right now, a lot of people think he's unbeatable. He might be one of the most dominant champions we've ever had in any division. We have the Sith. We have some heroes. We have some people like Alex Damon who are just R2-D2s. They plug in. They know everything. be getting heavy at this point. Christian said backstage, he's like, I'm literally going to have to create someone in a lab to beat this guy. I don't know how, Damon, he's like, he's like unbeatable. He's a champion, and there's no fighting with that, and I want him to not just dominate in one league, but two. This is just what I do all day, every day. Can anyone beat you? Damon, Star Wars champion, going for his first inner geekdom match ever against Emily Rose Jacobson. I am not finished here. I'm going to keep on climbing my way towards the top. I know what your prediction because she grew so much from the last yep. time. I have Emily Rose <laughs> Jacobson. So my goal for that match was to answer more questions than I did in my first, and I did that, and I achieved that. So now I'm ready to win. Yep. I don't know if there's anything she could do under the sun to beat Damon at this point. There is, I don't think, a 1% chance that he doesn't take this. He's not going into this with a cocky sense that he's going to do what he did in Star Wars. He's going into this like it's a new division. This is going to be the start of a road. I know you got Star Wars in the bag. I've got everything else in the bag. You're going to be going up against a Finstock wall here. Let the best Force user win. for both factions here and we know we know the bickering and the fighting between Finstock and Roxy will that carry over will it help Roxy thinks that Finstock is the worst manager of all time she's not alone in that opinion Christian I don't know if that's true the guys that's not just limited to the schmodown either all right in life I agree but not a good manager of life no uh, manager of his time? No, he's terrible. No, he's not. But Very as, late. But he's a three-time manager of the year. He knows what he's doing. He, and he really – and look, this is a Finstock exchange-heavy program tonight, right? Because he has managed champions. He is managing champions tonight. And he wants to get Emily Rose Jacobson to that championship. And what a victory it would be for her because he's never lost a live event before. Here's the thing. So Emily Rose Jacobson, she knows in her geekdom. That's what she's trained her whole life for. Alex Damon watches a lot of Star Wars movies, and then he's got to expand to watch the movies with the Hobbits 
and the Wizards. Right. And I think there's a gremlin in there somewhere. Something like that. But, but the funny thing is, though, you looked at what Alex Damon did. The whole reason he got involved in trivia in the first place is that he was playing in Dragon Con. And he couldn't get the victory. He couldn't figure out how to win. And he started to train himself and learn. And now he's become this, like, just Mike Tyson-like figure of Star Wars trivia, right? And if he puts that kind of study to this, this is a dangerous type of Kevin Smets-like player we could see if, the, if it transfers over. A lot of talent waiting for that first championship. So you're saying, Alex Damon, a little bit like the Atlanta Braves of the 1990s. They had all the pitching talent in the world. Like they finally got over the hump. You know, we're, we're talking about intergeekdom, and we're having an intergeekdom matchup right now. We should give a round of applause to watching from home in L.A. It's her birthday. Rachel the Crusher Cushing celebrating her birthday. Make it loud for her. Absolutely. Very hard. I mean, look, Rachel paved the way for a lot of players inside of this league, and you know she's going to be watching and and always encouraging of all intergeekdom players to see, you know, exactly what do they know, what can they bring to the table, what new energy are we going to see here? So tonight? many questions to answer. Can Emily handle the bright lights? Can Alex expand his realm of knowledge? Can Christian pronounce Harry Potter wizards correctly? <laughs> I would say. The answer is no. God. I didn't I, even try to set him up for that. He's, no. The guy does so many impressions, you can't get away from I mean, come on. All right, so look. Are we able? Are we able? Are we able, people? Are we able to figure it out? Are you ready? Boom, bang, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready to go, dude. Let's do it. All right. Well, if you're ready, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia. Shmoda! That's right. Hold on. Three rounds in the Inner Geekdom Division. Introducing first. Representing the Finstock Exchange. Led to the ring. BC, John Roca, with a record of one win, one defeat. She is Emily, the Rose Jacobson. Spot, look at the crowd reaction for Emily. She is, and look, she's a Ghostbuster, and she is sizing up the crowd. Making her way, Mark, she looks ready. She doesn't look like the crowd faces her at all. No, she's walking out with a number of guys you know.
What's up, Atlanta? Your boy Gucci's here. It's kind of cold outside. But it's scorching hot right here. Look, you know, a lot of people have been talking smack about Gucci here. I'm saying I can't manage. Damn right. Damn right. About to be four time. Anyway, what we do here at the Finstock Exchange is instill the three C's. Charisma, confidence, and a cutthroat mentality. We destroy anything that's in our way. We're like a bull in a china shop. Now look, all these other managers are like, you know, this got Gucci this, Gucci that. You know, they, they're cool to sit back and, you know, ride their little manager cars, their little manager bikes. I saw a bunch of idiots driving a unicycle. But they wouldn't be driving anything if I didn't invent the manager wheel. I got Emily over here. Look at this. She's amazing. Fantastic outfit. Give it up for Emily. She's a beast. Saw her, out, saw her out there in the draft. Once again, idiots didn't draft her. But guess what? The king did. Now we're playing Damon. Now look, he's a Star Wars guy. We know that. He's a champion. He's the best. There's no question about that. But this ain't Star Wars. It's from a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Whatever it is, the Beelzebub or Dantooine or whatever planet he's from. <laughs> Look, Damon, get ready. I'll leave you on this. The Finstock Exchange is to the Schmodown as yoga pants are to a ton of people. We just make everything better. Get ready. All right, so there's there's wow. Finstock dropping knowledge, I guess. Yeah. And he Boy, is. What he, a meandering metaphor, metaphor that, that was. It, it, we got there. We got there on the unicycle. I think my flight to Atlanta was shorter than that. Yeah. Well, either way, though, he's right, though. You know, he, he, he was the one. He had the vision. He picked Emily Rose. And we are here because this is a big match for the first Intergeekdom match. And Emily seems ready. Gucci seems ready. And with that, and her opponent! <laughs> Representing the rock stars, led to the ring by his manager, Roxy Stryer, and Molly Damon, making his inner kingdom debut. He is the reigning Slowdown Star Wars Champion of the World, Alex the Demon! Demon! So unbeatable of Star Wars, it's like, it's like a fighter who jumps in. 
Hey, Tom, I have a C for you. <laughs> Communication. How's that going for you, Tom? And all of you people who keep calling him the manager of the year. Okay, you guys who think Tom is the best manager of all time. That's fine. Hey, Tom, another question for you. What's your player's name, Tom? <laughs> Emily Lee, is it? No, Tom? Tom, you can't figure out how to get your faction on the same page. And I actually like Emily a lot. I feel pretty bad for her right now that she has to be managed by the worst manager of all time. Shots fired. Bring on the booze, because we've been drama-free this week. We've had no communication issues, and I'm pretty sure even Tom knows Alex Damon's name. Everyone here knows Alex Damon's name. He is a Star Wars champion, and now we're gonna put some respect on his name in IG. Communication, Tom, that's your C. Roxy Stryer coming in hot there. That's heat. Well, look, we build this. It was the same thing. It's Stryer versus Dagnino as much as it is Damon versus Jacobson here, too. We know that. And we knew that there were going to be shots fired. And it's going to be interesting to see them both try to even communicate with each other on the sidelines. That's so. right. Roxy Stryer throwing some John Smoltz-like heat in like Finstock's direction. I like what you're doing. Uh, and now the managers are done. And guess what we get to do? The round one rules. Yeah, I get to do it. Do yeah. it. Let's let them know. What are the rules for round number one, Mark? I will now attempt to read the rules of round number one without the aid of a teleprompter. Round number one, this is the inner geekdom. Alex, this is the inner geekdom. This is the inner geekdom. Not just Star Wars. There's more inner than geekdom. Star Wars. There's, more. Star Wars is part of it. Don't worry. There's a little bit of Star Wars in there. Ten different movie trivia inner geekdom categories are lurking in round number one. Each question is worth one point. There is no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round at number one. As soon as we ask the question, please write down your best attempt at an answer on the whiteboard in front of you. When we ask you by name to reveal your answer, please show what you wrote to the crowd and to us and reveal it into the microphone in a verbal fashion. You each have three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. JTE is a Milwaukee, Wisconsin movie reviewer, and he's also very famous for not being able to hear that well when a question is first asked. So if you need us to repeat it, you need to buy yourself 15 seconds, use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be used at any point throughout the three-round match. And to make sure, just to reiterate that, make sure if you do have a challenge that you signal to your manager, your manager will come over to the desk and tell us what the challenge is after you convey it to them. Thank you, Roxy. 
All right, and we also encourage to you, to anyone watching the stream right now, make sure that if you are on Twitter, are out there, hashtag it. Make sure you, uh, Schmodown, ATL, Jacobson versus Damon. Mark? Oh, wait, we forgot the most important rule of all. Don't say the answer, crowd, for <laughs> God's sakes. Yeah. Don't say the answer. We know you know it. If I say, who was the farm boy in Star Wars, we know the answer is Luke Skywalker. What? Don't even think it. <laughs> Don't even say it. Don't even whisper it, because if we do hear you say an answer, we're going to have to kick you out. And that's going to be done by BC, who is not only in the Finstock Exchange, he also is a professional wrestler. Yes. And he slept in my hotel room on Thursday, and he snores like a rhinoceros. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, I will ask Alex Damon, are you ready? Make it so. Emily, are you ready? I ain't afraid of no Damon. <laughs> then let's get ready to Here we go. Round number one. Question number one in the realm of the MCU. That's Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, ma'am. The MCU has divided up into phases. Phase two begins with which sequel? I like that. That's a toughie too. right like off it. the bat. It's a good start. I'm going to go with The, the Phantom. I was going to say, I was about to have BC kick you out. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Alex? Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It's incorrect. Emily? Iron Man 3. Yes. Emily Rose takes the lead by going up by one. Emily Rose, one nothing here. All right, your next category is in the world of Star Wars. Alex, these are movies uh, in a galaxy far, far away. Let's give me a point. Um, your question for a point. Consisting of four words, what was the first sentence in the opening crawl for Episode 7, The Force Awakens? Hey, do you remember we went to the premiere of that? Yeah, I do. I met, uh, I met Mark Hamill. And Lucas. Yeah. I and, and I met George. And George Lucas is smiling in the picture. I know. I don't care what anybody says. Somewhat. JT. For him, it's a smile. JT, okay. There you go. First Consisting one. of four words, what was the first sentence in the opening crawl for Star Wars Episode Seven, The Force Awakens. So yeah, if you look at it on Instagram, he's smiling. All right. There's like a little, he, he was happy to see me. Yeah. I'm going to say that's false. I, I deep faked a smile on it. Five, four, three, two, one. We start with Emily. Luke Skywalker is missing. Mm, it's incorrect. Close. And Alex? Luke Skywalker has vanished. Yes. Yeah. So one, one. Emily got close there. Emily got close. But the Star Wars champion hits the Star Wars question. So here's the next question. Middle Earth. Middle Earth is the next question. What was the name of the inn that the hobbits stopped at to meet Gandalf in Fellowship of the Ring? Say uh, Howard Johnson was. <laughs> it was. Can you imagine if it was? And I said, you can't I'm call just, it that, Harry. Just thinking about the Luke Skywalker's vanished thing. What if the first line was Luke Skywalker's face is on a milk carton? <laughs> Five. Four. Three. RB3's on fire early back there. Two. One. Pens down. And Alex? The Prancing Pony. Yes. And Emily? The Prancing Pony. Yes. All right. <laughs> Tied up. Tied up. Your next question, your fourth in this round of ten questions. In the world of DC movies, who plays Lex Luthor in 1978's Superman, the motion picture? Mark Riley is answering from wherever he is right now. <laughs> He's got that new Superman jacket out. I love it. It's great. 
And five. Think he wears it to the wedding? Yes. Four, <laughs> three, two, one. And we start with Emily. Gene Hackman. Yes. And Alex? Gene Hackman. We are tied up. Three, three. Neck and neck we go so far. Neck and neck. All right. Next question here. Marvel films. Marvel. Who directed 2016's Deadpool? Getting into any trouble last night here in Atlanta? What'd I was do? hanging out with you. I so went to a restaurant called Bones. Ah. It's a steak restaurant. It really? is delicious. Really? Yes. Five. All right. Four. Three. It's delicious. I did stand Two. up. Good for you. Yeah. One. <laughs> Pen. <laughs> Pens down, please. Pens down, and we start with Alex. Reuben Fleischer? No. Emily? A Brian Singer? No. no. Looking for Tim Miller. Tim yeah, and I'm sorry Miller. I sounded so disappointed in both of you when I said that. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, no! <laughs> Turn it into... <laughs> sorry, Mrs. Havenkamp. I know. Um, Apologize. Your next question. In the world of Harry Potter movies, he's a boy, he's a wizard, he does it all. Your question? <laughs> he does it all. <laughs> it's funny. He's the magician that brings balance to Las Vegas. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Harry Potter has vanished. Hey! <laughs> In the world of Harry Potter, who plays the character Rufus Scrimgower, the new Minister of Magic in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1? Interesting. What? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> All these movies run together. Yeah. It's like I just watched one long movie. I love them, though. I love them. Five. How did Hermione land with Four. the redhead kid? Don't talk to me about that. Three. <laughs> Two. One pens down, and we go with Emily. Uh, I have nothing. Okay, and Alex? Bill Nye? Yes. Alex Damon takes the lead. Alex Damon goes up 4-3. 4-3. So now we get to our seventh question in the realm of Star Trek. Who plays Commander John Harrison in Star Trek Into Darkness? You grow up with the Star Treks? Nah. Did you... Like in the 90s, it was like you either liked Trek or Wars. There was no... I think you can guess which one I liked. Yeah. Rocky. Five. <laughs> I was going to say Rocky. Four. I'm more of a the specialist kind of guy. Three. Two. One. Pens down, please. And we start with Alex. Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes. Emily? Benedict Cumberbatch. Four, five. Five, four. Five, four, right? Yeah, five, four. All right, so we get to our eighth question out of ten. Eighth question in the world of the DCEU. Which two characters have to dig up a coffin in Justice League? That's a good question. It's <laughs> a good question. Yeah. It's, you know, being a superhero, it's, it's not all fun and games. Right. <laughs> Depends on who you talk to. Five. Four. What no. does that mean? I don't know. Three. Sometimes I just say things. <laughs> Two. One. Pens down. And Emily. Cyborg in the Flash. Yes. Alex? Cyborg in the Flash. Got it. What a match so far. 6-5. 6-5 as we hit question number nine here in the realm of heroes and villains. Heroes and villains. What is Magneto's prison cell made of in X2 X-Men United? What happened? You got gas? Deep cut. Well, you think so? Yeah. I might just be an X-Men fan. Five. <laughs> he says it like it's their last Four. name. Okay, Boba Fett. Three. <laughs> two. Atlanta knows that's the southern pronunciation. One. Pens Boba down, Fett. please, and get me out of this. Uh, starting with Alex Damon. 
Plastic. Yes. And Emily? Glass. Wow, okay. So Alex sees himself with a two-point lead here. Alex has a two-point lead now. Alex. All right, your last seven question. Yes. In the world of the inner geekdom round number one, your category is mixed bag. Yes. Could be anything. Buckle up. The question is, how does Vanisher, played by Brad Pitt, die during the parachuting scene in Deadpool 2? I think the audience knows it. If ever there is a mixed bag question, that I, is it. I think they know it. And five, four, three, two, one. Emily? He falls without a parachute. Can't accept that. I believe he flies into power lines. That is correct. So Alex Damon now sees himself with a three-point lead. A good round one here, Mark. Good round one as Alex Damon, three-point lead over Emily the Rose Jacobson. Look, you're kicking off a big-time match. All these people showed up to watch you compete in movie trivia, talky know-how. Yep. And I think that both competitors adjudicated themselves well. Damon up three. Early on, we're about to go into round number two. That is known as the wheel round, the wheel of fate, doom, and justice. Uh, tonight's wheel will be provided at some point. It's the real wheel. It's not the digital one. So everybody, I like the digital wheel. Nobody does. Oh, is that Brandon Hanna bringing the wheel out? Wow. All right. Hothead? Is that what they call him? The hothead? chanting hot man. Hot pants? Um, in round number two, the wheel round, each competitor gets a spin at the wheel. Once they settle on a category, they will be asked five questions each in that particular world. Each question's worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. Alex Damon? You currently enjoy a three-point lead. Mm. It's like I'm watching a disaster happen in slow motion. Uh, do you want to spin first, or do you want to defer no, to Emily? Wait, just wait, just wait. All right, so we'll start with Alex Damon. Alex, you are up 8-5 here. Would you like to go first or second? I'm going to spin first. You're going to spin first. Alex Damon will spin first. Here we go. Can you tell us? Can you tell us what the category is? <laughs> Meryl Streep. Not, not on, on the wheel. wheel. Not on the wheel. <laughs> Wizarding World? Okay. Put that back in, yeah. Great. We're missing from, a peg. Spinner from the side. Yeah. Not the pegs. See, this is what happens. When you don't listen to your father, this is what happens. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Hanna, under the most pressure he's ever felt. <laughs> screwing Brandon in a peg. Brandon Hanna has a big match coming up soon against Chandru the Chosen. Yes, he does. Coming up very soon. Getting here. hyped up for that. All right. All right. We believe here. it's been fixed, and Alex is spinning away from the wizarding world. And away from the pegs. There we go. <laughs> So what is it going to land on here? Second Two spotters spin. on that wheel. Two spotters. What is that? Spin again. Spin again. Here to we my go. Luck, of course. What's it going to land on? 
What was it? Opponent's choice. Oh. Opponent's choice. Massive, massive, depending on... Now, what are they going to give him here, though? Because they don't, we don't know what his weaknesses are. Right. We, we don't know what his strengths are. Well, we know we're not giving him Star Wars. In we're not going to give him Star Wars. Yeah. So that's the question. What do you, what do you give him? <laughs> A screaming Star Wars. And now if Gagnino tells her to take Star Wars, he will officially be the worst manager of all time. <laughs> Get an answer. Secretly, I wanted to see Damon hit Star Wars and then spin away from it. <laughs> Kind of, is that what you this were going to do? No. That's a flex. <laughs> we got a we countdown here. Tom, I need a decision. Tom, I need a decision in five, four, what is it? Harry Potter. Harry Potter it is. All right. I will, I will ask the questions here. Five questions in the realm of Harry Potter. Alex, are you ready? Yep. Here we go. All right, question one. Hoping that they might have the sword of Gryffindor, who do Hermione and Harry go to find in Godric's Hollow? I'm need multiple choice. Gosh darn you! <laughs> <laughs> All right. All you right. can do it. Xena, Phyllis, Lovegood, <laughs> Batilda, Bagshot, Mathilda, Hopkirk. Or Rita Skeeter. Batilda Bagshot. That's correct for one point. <laughs> All right. What, what, did you, what did you say? You said? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Question, question two. What is the name of the location wherein the mysterious and shady Borgen and Burks can be found? <laughs> Multiple choice. <laughs> A. Diagon Alley. B, Nocturne Alley, C, Dragon Alley, D, Zonko's Alley. And I repeat the question. <laughs> you get, repeat the question? Yep. It's a JT right, first yeah. one. What is the name of the location wherein the mysterious and shady Borgen and Burks can be found? Is it A, Diagon Alley, B, Nocturne Alley, C, Dragon Alley, D, Zonko's Alley? I think it's Nocturne. That's correct for one point. Okay. Question three. In Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, who does Ireland play in the Quidditch World Cup? Croatia. It's incorrect for the steal. Two-point steal. Scotland. Looking for Bulgaria. Bulgaria. So that was question three. They are monsters in Quidditch this year. Is that three? Year. Is that four? That was three, right? <laughs> All right, two more. Here, it's five. Five questions. Here's question four. In Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, what is Newt's brother's name? Multiple choice. Is it A, Abernathy, B, Percival, C, Theseus, D, Langdon? Theseus. Correct for one point. He knows his stuff. He's using a lot of help, but he's getting the questions right. Yes. All right, here is your fifth and final question. What was the name of the Death Eater that turned on Voldemort and stole the, the Locket Horcrux? Multiple choice. <laughs> Is it A, Ludo Bagman, B, Barty Crouch Jr., C, Regulus Black, D, Rodolphus Lestrange? I think it's Regulus Black. 
for one point. All right, so Alex Damon gets opponent's choice, but he navigates his way through the multiple choice and finds himself with a seven point lead now over Emily. Now Emily's gonna spin the wheel here as they set the wheel. Now Mark, thing is, if Emily can hit something that she's good at, yep. if Emily hits something that she is good at. She's got a chance to take the lead she's here. She's got a chance to do really well here if she hits a strength of hers. Opponent's choice is on the wheel. All right, Emily. Here's the spin by Emily. DCEU. DCEU. Can you give it? Didn't do it. Give it a full spin around. Uh, just the first spin from the side. There you go. That's fine. There you go. There it is. There you go. It's all right. All good. All good. Yeah, it's okay. What is it? Middle Earth. Middle Earth. <laughs> uh, this is how I feel that conversation. Now, which one's Middle Earth? <laughs> Well, it was a light spin. It didn't matter what it was. It was, a, it was if you want to challenge it, fine. But it was, it was a light spin. It needed to be. It didn't matter what it was. It needed to be to be spun again, regardless whatever she hit. No, it isn't actually. All right, we gotta we gotta count you down here, Tom. In five, spin again. All right, so spin from the wheel, please. Here it is. Whatever it is here, gotta take it. So let us know what it is, please. What it is. Spinner's choice. Spinner's choice. Spinner's choice. They played an opponent's spinner's choice. All right, choice. so now Emily gets to pick what she wants. This is a big, big spin. This is a huge spin. Emily coming in here. She knows a lot about comic she book does. movies. Well, so maybe an MCU is Who on knows there? What, it, what it might be here. Emily could take, this is a massive, massive choice here for Emily. She needs some. I got to count you down here in five, four, three, two. Star Trek. Star Trek. All right. Star Trek. All right. Interesting choice. Star Trek, Mark. Here we go. Starting it off. All righty. Five questions in the realm of Star Trek for Emily the Rose Jacobson. All right. And now it's that time when Emily Rose Jacobson, like we said, could take the lead by could. the end of this round, potentially. For two points, Emily, your first question of five in the world of Star Trek. In Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Kirk tells Savick that he doesn't believe in what kind of scenario? Multiple choice. Is it A, love, hate, B, win-win, C, no win, D, up, down? No win. One point. One point. Your next question. In Star Trek The Voyage Home, who plays Dr. Jillian Taylor? Multiple choice. Is it A, Kim Cattrall, B, Katherine Hicks, C, Persis Kambata, D, Robin Curtis? Katherine Hicks. Another point for Emily Rose Jacobs. Fighting back now. Fighting back with her third question here, Mark. Third of five question. Who directed the 2016 film Star Trek Beyond? Justin Lin. Two points. That was big. That was big. Get herself within one here if she hits a two. Your penultimate question in round number two. In Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, Kirk tries to embrace Spock, and Spock replies, please, Captain, not in front of the blank. Multiple choice. Is it A, crew, B, Vulcans, C, hijackers, or D, Klingons? Hijackers. That is incorrect. I was going to give you your four options again. Is it A, crew, B, Vulcans, C, hijackers, or D, Klingons? Crew. 
You never hug in front of Klingons. Everybody knows that. So, so nothing happened. No steal there. No steal there. But Emily can get within one here should she hit a two-point here mark. All right. Here we go, Emily. Your final question in the world of Star Trek. In what film does Data install an emotion chip in himself which causes him to struggle with controlling his emotions? Star Trek First Contact. That is incorrect. Uh, for a two-point steal, Alex. Can't Star give you the Trek multiple choice option. Generations. That is a two-point two steal point for steal. Alex Damon. Big steal. Big steal. You talk about a That swing. was a huge shift. That was a huge shift because that now takes us into a five-point lead into the final round here, Mark. The third, third and final round. So in round number three, yeah. each competitor is going to have three questions asked them. How do we get these questions? What categories do they come from? Well, each competitor gives us a series of numbers. These numbers can range from 1 to 15. The first question we ask them is worth two points. The next one's worth three points. The last one, should we make it that far, is worth five big points. They each come from a different category of inner geekdom know-how. There is no stealing, and there's no penalty for missing a question in round number three, which could be the final round. Alex Damon, you're enjoying a five-point lead over Ms. Jacobson. So you can give us your numbers first. From 1 to 15, what three numbers feel lucky? 3, 7, and 9. 3, 7, and 9 for the Star Wars count. <laughs> and for Emily Jacobson? 2, 8, and 14. 2, 8, and 14. <laughs> All right. All right, so Emily, Emily Rose Jacobson. That guy just stole our table. That's, that's fine. All right, so we're going to start with Emily. Emily, you have a two-pointer, and it is from category number two. That is Back to the Future. Back to the Future. What month of 1955 does Marty McFly travel to in Back to the Future 1? November. Two points. All right. November so now, 5th. in order... In order to tie the game here, she needs to hit a three-pointer. And she chose category number eight, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. All right. Emily, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when the Ark is first opened, what do Belloc and company find? Bones. For sand. 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 All right. It's rough course gets everywhere. So we, <laughs> we, we find ourselves in this position. If Emily hits this, it bounces back to Alex Damon, where he will be forced to answer some questions. She could have the lead. However, if she misses, Alex Damon will find himself with his first TKO in her geekdom victory. Emily, fittingly enough, you have chose Star Wars. <laughs> Those are like my three things she got. <laughs> All right. Yep. All right, here we go. In Attack of the Clones, we learn that Newt Gunray is still Viceroy of the Trade Federation after how many trials in the Supreme Court? Six. And you're 
Jacobs in there. Nice and Roxy Shire, big win by the Rockstars and Alex Damon. And great sportsmanship on both their parts. Alex Damon walking over, a nice hearty handshake. They don't care if there's Klingons in the crowd. They're going to show emotion. No, no, it was a massive, it was, look, it was a good match. Back and forth they went in the first round. Opponent's choice, spinner's choice. And the Star Trek didn't work out the way that Emily would have hoped. And it was a big steal by Alex Damon that got yep. himself that big yep. lead there. And uh, look, it, it was fitting that Star Wars, Star Wars was the TKO. And they both played very well. You know, Alex, particularly in round number two, maneuvering his way around, getting saddled with opponent's choice with the Harry Potter questions that were very well pronounced on your part. Thank he you. had to go to multiple choice numerous times. You talked more than you wanted to, but he ended up pulling out the victory. Well, yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be very interesting to see like what happens now. This is a this is the first loss of the Finstock Exchange, obviously, since the brand new season has begun here. They were on a roll here with the Barbarian and Riley and, and Dan, obviously. So now here we go with uh, both finding out what Emily Rose Jacobson's going to do and find out what's next for Alex Damon. Is he going to keep continuing in IG? Is he going to go down the path of uh, maybe trying to defend? Because you got new people like Sean Sullivan's and other people. I know there's another competitor named Josh Quavedo who's coming into the Star Wars world. There's a lot of other people coming in. So uh, Brad Gilmore is going to be out here. Brad Gilmore from the Schmodown Rundown. Ladies and gentlemen, Brad the, Gilmore is here. The post-interviews. And we will start out with... Brad Gilmore and Emily Rose Jacobson and Tom Dagnino as they get ready here too. So let's uh, let's hear from Brad All Gilmore. Right. First IG match of the season, of course, didn't go your way. Just kind of walk me through it. I mean, you got five out of ten in the first round, but then you, you get opponent's choice. You get spinner's choice. Kind of walk me through your, your thoughts on this match. I know. I really lucked out on that wheel uh, this uh, for this match. Uh, just went with my gut with... Harry Potter for him since he kind of passed on it because we don't know what all uh, Alex is, is truly good at. We have a sense of it from this match, but it was kind of a, a mystery, so I decided to give him what he passed on. And then Star Trek, I picked Star Trek. It was a, it was a really tight call. I was down the wire for me because I was, I was trying to pick between Star Trek and MCU. Uh, I felt a little bit more stronger about Star Trek actors than I did about MCU actors, which is ultimately why I made that choice. But uh, nerves did get a little to me, so I fell back into multiple choice. But you know what? I've said this before, and I'll keep saying it. The IG, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I am here for the long run. Women like Rachel Cushing and Clark Wolf are heroes to me, and I want to be holding that belt very soon. All right, but hey, but let's hear from Bobby Gucci here. You know, you were, you were attacked uh, earlier on about, you know, your, the communication being the C, but it looked like you and, and, and Emily were having a lot of conversations, especially opponent spinners. Just kind of walk me through your thought process during the match. Well, I mean, look, I'm an in-game manager, you know? That's what happens here. What do you think, managers, like, talk to their buddies at the house? Like, that doesn't work that way. Look, here, here's what happened here. I think, you know, look, she, she said it, you know, her nerves got the best of her here at, at times. And now Alex is a great Star Wars champion. There's no question about that. And, you know, it, it, I think it was a tight match here and there. Um, he uh, got that big steal, and that kind of was the, the deciding factor, unfortunately. But, uh, look, she's a great player. Uh, she'll be back. The, you know, the Finstock Exchange, hey, no one's perfect, you know. Well, maybe. But anyway... <laughs> Anyway, uh, she'll be back. I think uh, she's fantastic in what she does. We'll go back and study. Um, we'll take it from there. We got a strong team that are uh, here to help her, for sure. Absolutely. Y'all make some noise. Emily Rose Jacobson 
Finstock Exchange, thank y'all so much. All right, so Emily Rose Jacobson and, uh, you know, Emily Rose saying she's disappointed, but I love her spirit. I love her spirit, and I love the fact that, uh, you know, she wants to go back. She wants to play for the championship. This is this did not put her away from playing in the ice. Good experience gives you a leg up on everybody else who has not competed in a live event. She knows what that's like, and she gets back in the studio or another live event. She's going to feel that much more prepared. Looking forward to a bright future from her. Me too. And now, we, I mean, you know that Roxy's got to be right high because this is a four-point swing for the for the Roxy. Rockstars because Inner Geekdom matches alone with a win is worth three points, but with a knockout is an extra point. So that's a four point. Four. Four points. Four. We have for the Rockstar, so I'm sure she's feeling really good. And the Star Wars champion, who is now undefeated in live events and undefeated in the Inner Geekdom right. division. Here's Brad Gilmore with Roxy Stryer and Alex Damon. Here we are, Alex Damon winning his debut in Inner Geekdom. Through those first two rounds, only missing three questions. You went eight for ten in round one. I mean, you, you had one slip up in the second round there. I mean, walk me through it. How, how did you feel after that round one? Were there nerves being at inner geekdom? Kind of go me th walk me through your process. I mean, yeah, now I know how it feels to miss a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it hits you. And then to have to go to multiple choice in round two, like this is how it feels to be not sure of a win. That's... Right. Well, when um, when you get opponent's choice, you know, after spinning away from Wizard Wizarding World, then she gets spinners. Were you thinking at any point, man, I might be dead in the water here? Uh, not really. <laughs> I mean, it, it. I wish I had spun Star Wars. I got greedy and I went for it. Um, but no, nah, I I was nervous, but I fought through it. And Roxy, I mean, this is your first match of the season, first win of the season. Obviously, off to a great start. You won this battle with Tom Dagnino, but kind of walk me through what you were thinking as, as the match unfolded. I mean, opponents, spinners, obviously that wasn't you know, what you wanted to see, but your guys still pulled out. The fact that we did have that on the wheel, opponents and spinners, and he still was able to win means he's going to go far in this division. And I'm so proud and so impressed of him. It's really hard to go from Star Wars to IG. And what he did today shows that he's a real competitor and people should be on the lookout for him. Uh, when it comes to Tom, I hope he's off crying in a corner somewhere right now. Uh, Emily is great, and I hope she finds a better manager. Now, Alex, what can we expect going forward? You got this Star Wars championship around your... Robert Parker. That's, That's Robert uh, Parker. Second what is round Robert Parker pick. doing here? He hasn't even debuted yet. Hasn't Robert Parker. I'm here to deliver a message. Not on behalf of Kaiser, but on behalf of the entire dungeon. Alex, you, you did well today. I gotta commend that. You've conquered the Star Wars division, and now you're here in IG. But I guarantee you, I know more about uh, Potter and Trek and really all of the IG divisions better than you, and better than anybody. He's cooking a moxie on this kid. I'm here to take this division by storm, and I'm ready to take on anybody they're willing to throw at me. Ace, Damon, Emily, Hannah, Chandru, Kalinowski, Kanopic, anybody. This right here is a new era. I'm not just here to play in it, I'm here to dominate it. The entire dungeon is here to dominate it. And there's not a single thing any of you dicky doos in this league can do to stop us. All right, well, 
That was Robert Parker, the spider, who was a fan, yeah. bought a ticket, bought a ticket tonight, and then hopped the stage. Good security, BC. Who was that? Because I'm pretty sure he hasn't played a single game before. A lot of big talk for him coming out here and never having played. And thanks for interrupting his moment to shine, by the way. Really sweet. Uh, and also, if you guys think that I'm stupid enough to not know that 100% Kaiser did that, <laughs> then you'd be out of your minds. Kaiser, I see what you're doing, and I know that you're coming for us, and it's not happening. So send whoever you want on to any stage that we just won on, and why don't you give your guys an actual shot and have them play a game before they come up here and interrupt my winner, Woo. my champion. Y'all give it up. Roxy Stryer, the rock stars, and the winner in his debut in Intergeekdom, the Star Wars champion, Alex Damon. Mark and Christian, back to you. Well done. Odd turn of events. Yeah. They love Alex. They love Alex. I mean, the guy is, I mean, look what he's done. I mean, he's, all of the matches that he's done, this is, a, this is something to do, to, to jump from the Star Wars division in an Intergeekdom inter and make your debut in your hometown and win by TKO, that's a statement. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, did Brendan the Kid Meyer have a baby? No. That, <laughs> no, no. Apparently, that is, that is Robert the Spider Parker. There has been a lot of, there has been a lot of hype behind him. He certainly doesn't, uh, he, he, he certainly doesn't seem to be humble. He's fits athletic. In, fits in, uh, as Kaiser would say, well... So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what that kid can do. But by jumping up on the stage in front of this crowd here, you better, you better come with some fire in your first better match. Better to be able to back it up if you're going to interrupt Alex Damon's uh, ceremonial victory lap. As it have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nyx.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.